Welcome to the first episode of the Falkirk Podcast, the 2024. On this month's show, I'm joined by Brad Spencer, Tom Lang, and by Calvin Miller. Welcome, guys. How are you? How's your first season in Falkirk going? On you go, Tom. You can start, <laughs> is it? Yeah, obviously it's been great so far. Um, couldn't really ask for too much more, to be fair. Obviously, uh, top of the league at the moment, so it's just about keeping it up at the moment. But it's been great. All the boys... We all get on really well, good uh, chemistry in the squad and obviously worked with the gaffer and smudger previously, so they've been great and uh, really enjoying the season so far. It's just about hopefully come May, um, things are, we've, we've done what we've set out to do and we've won the league, but yeah, loving it so far. What were you expecting when you signed for Falkirk? Because the club's obviously been in a tough place for a few years, started to turn around again last year. So what were your expectations before you signed? I think the expectation for me was getting the club back up to the championship, uh, getting promotion, so I was obviously in the championship last season and even though I was coming down the league and uh, I was going to a big club and trying to help and um, aye, it's, it's a big club in it, so that's the expectation to, to get up the leagues. Yeah, obviously you guys probably don't want to be league one players, but you must have saw an opportunity here then to to win a league and then maybe do something in the championship next year. Yeah, it's a great club, but it's, I think it... Kind of it tracks itself really to be honest with you, but obviously the gaffer and smudger are a big part of myself why I came here. Um, but no, it's it's a massive club. We know the pressures from the minute we walked in the door at the start of the year. The pressure was to get this club back up the league. So um, obviously we're on course to do that, but it's still a long way to go. It's only just starting February, so we've got a lot to do. Obviously you yourself and Tom have worked with managers before. What is uh, what is it you enjoy about working with them? Is it and is it changed his style for the last work with him at Rafe or is he still still basically the same manager as he was then it's pretty similar yeah it's very similar it's for I'm sure it's the same with you Brad but it's level of detail to everything whether it's training whether it's video the opposition it's uh, something I'd never worked with previously or since uh, just the level of detail he goes into with everything and I think players thrive off that um, I think they're so well drilled into the way he wants to play it's attractive football obviously we play up from the back and loads of different things and it's just it's, it's, if you get on board with it it's it makes you a better player it really you just need to make sure that you just listen and just go along with his ideas and he does make you a better player 100 percent. is the detail you're speaking about the analysis he does on your own performances and opposition i think just everything yeah, in general everything, yeah. but especially video don't get me wrong we do video basically every day and um, I think that helps players prepare, but I think also he'll help you individually with your game and he'll stop the video and tell you what he thinks you could do better there or what you've done well. So you're just learning all the time, I feel like, with a gaffer. Obviously, the start of the seasons went brilliantly well with only 14 league games left. You guys are still unbeaten in the league, had a 26 game unbeaten run in all competitions. Did you expect this level of performance when you started the season or are you, are you kind of where you expected you would be? I think we knew it would go well, obviously with our squad and um, everything the gaffer's built and smudger's built, well, obviously the team and, and it was just about going out and doing it on the park really, um, it was all, all good looking at the team sheets and knowing that we had players that played at a higher level, um, but in the, the day it was obviously about down, going out and doing the park and I think we have, but there's, there's still a long, long way to go, not a lot of twists and turns still to come, but I didn't expect it to go as well as this. Because obviously football is not as easy. It's not as easy as just having the best team and you win every game type thing. But um, but no, I, I didn't expect to go in the twenty six games. It was it was an incredible run. Obviously, to lose at Bonnerig was really disappointing. Um, but it's just now about starting a good 
a good run again and try and go to the end of the season with the same run. Well, you just come off a 5-0 win against Alwa away. Was that an important game for you guys to get a, not just a result as big as that, but a performance that you guys put in? Is it, did you need feel like the squad needed that after the Bonnerig game? Uh, I think after drawing against Edinburgh City, when we should have ideally went out there and put the game to bed early, we had a, a good couple of chances in the first 15-20 minutes. And then, so drawing that game and then going into the Scottish Cup and then getting beat, so it was kind of an unusual feeling for us. So um, today, the Aloha game coming to go and express ourselves and, and winning the manner which we did and five different goal scorers uh, I think it just shows you like the kind of the mentality of the squad and stuff and it's a credit because you need a squad to win a league I actually think that was probably one of our biggest games of the season yeah. I think once we look back on that game that could actually be one of our biggest results we've had and obviously when we to Aki's and winning 3-1 and done United here and stuff like that but it's after the wee bit of a blip or a wee adversity and people start to talk and all yeah. of a sudden you go and I think seeing our dressing room, we knew that we were fine, but see you looking from the outside, I think people would have started doubting us maybe a wee bit. So it was really important that we just put that to bed. And I think we did that last Saturday, but obviously now we just need to continue it and keep doing what we're good at all season, which has got us here in the position we're in right now. So, but yeah, it was a great reaction last Saturday. Yeah, there was a bit of noise starting around social media about that this might be the turning point, but you, you immediately stopped that and says, no, we, we are still the same team we were. I could tell as well that like, the fans were a bit nervous, eh? Yeah. Like in the warm up and that, the one that is like loud in that is what they usually were. So you could actually tell through what Tom was saying there that there was like people were, were waiting on us, like kind of crumbling, but we just went out and just proved everybody wrong. 100%. I think that's a credit to you guys because in previous years, you know, a bad result has had an impact, but you guys have immediately come back. I and think we've got a lot of strong characters in the team, but I think all the boys are winners and we just want to win games of football. It's as simple as that. So see, see losing that game. Obviously, it was key factors to that game, and it's it's just a fact. So we weren't too worried, and we were just really keen to get back out there and just show everyone like, how good we are in this league. So far in the season, what have been each of your personal highlights? Has there been a game that stood out, or a goal, or a moment? It's a mixture of things, yeah. I think, obviously, good performances, like your Dundee United at home, um, Sterling at home, even 4-0 up at half-time, things like that are obviously good, then... You obviously get the personal ones where you can score a goal on that, but I think generally throughout the full thing, I could uh, it's hard to pinpoint one thing. It's just you know, a game I think just the Hamilton game away, just because yeah, how important that was. I probably preferred the Dundee United atmosphere and how good uh, it was, okay. but see the Hamilton game, it was just like a massive like relief and feeling like we need to push on now, like we've done this, like it's in our hands, you know what I mean. Yeah, this Hamilton away's atmosphere was, in, on oh, it was incredible, it was yeah. Out. It was like that back stand was packed out, wasn't it? But... Like that was that was a big game, especially with the first game being a draw. Like it was kind of no one had kind of seen each other out yet, and then yeah. I think we just were all brilliant. See before that game as well, were we not two points behind, or it was tight? It was really tight, and yeah. that's just like yeah, I think there was a point where we were five behind them at one point because they got the game on against Queen of the South. Yeah, didn't they? yeah. I think we had a game in hand at that point, but yeah, so it was just a massive turning point at that stage. But yeah, many big games to come still. Yeah. yeah. So fourteen games left in the league. How are you all kind of feeling? Are you are you starting to look ahead to the next couple of Hamilton games or anything like that? Or are you one one game at a time? It's literally obviously we've got the cup cup game tomorrow. Semi final would be good to get to a final. But besides that, league games it's just fourteen finals pretty much for us. Um, just need to keep going doing what we're doing. Don't take anyone lightly. Just keep playing the way we can, and if we apply ourselves in some of the games that we have this year, we'll be, we'll be in a good place come the start of May. We well, speaking just before the TNS game, and uh, is, is it a Trust Trophy this year? Not yeah, the Challenge yeah, Cup. Trust, yeah. Speaking just before that, 
what can you guys tell us about TNS? Because Falkirk fans probably won't know much about them other than their striker Declan McManus. To be fair, I don't, I don't know much. It's, I've played them once actually. It was when I was in here on trial down in TNS uh, or, or wherever New uh, Wales they are. But um, I played, I played for Falkirk that day. I don't know. I can't remember. You might know better than me. I don't know. Some, some, some of the fans will know better than me. But I played and I came on. I think second half we'd done like two eleven. So. That was the only time I've ever came across them. I came across obviously the boy they've got up top, Young, is it? Played yeah, for Brad, last yeah. year. Um, but Jordan say, Marshall. Jordan Marshall, Jordan Marshall yeah. yeah. Lindy, but but it's it's a new it's a new team. We don't play them obviously every other week or whatever it is. But as I said that in the dressing room, we kind of had the meeting that it's an exciting week. We should be enjoying it. So we better break for the pressure of the league. So just go out and do our things that we've been doing in this cup, and hopefully we can get to a final. I'm assuming you guys have done a bit of video analysis on what the what they can we do video every day <laughs> so no about we do course we've done video so does the manager sit you down every day and every day like, that's yeah. why I ever, that's why we're saying like level of detail because it's every day it's like just to find margins um, and like you could look at the video and be like oh video again and obviously eventually sometimes you do do that but at the same time it is so important because you pick up parts which will help us in games and that's obviously it's so all worth important. it for a Saturday, right, it is anyway. worth it it's definitely but yeah, with TNS, obviously it's hard to tell because we can't really tell the opposition they're playing against. But it looked like they've got some really good players. Um, it will be a, I'm sure it'll be a difficult game. They like to play football. They look, they've got a few sharp players, and they like to play up from the back on that. So it should be a great game. Like Gaffer was saying, it's two teams who like to play football. So looking forward to it. Should hopefully be a, quite a big crowd as well, and a cup night under the lights. Are you, are you looking forward to the evening? And are you just wanting as many fans to come along as possible to yeah, pack that stand up. It's obviously hard when it's on it's on the TV. Obviously, some people I'd imagine maybe might stick in the house, but no, it's hopefully we can get as many fans as long as as we can. But to to get to a final, it's it's no you don't get to a lot of other finals. Obviously, I know you guys had the chance last year in the Scottish Cup, but at a level that we're at, you don't really get them often. So obviously, if you can get to a final, it'd be great. So hopefully, we can and, and give the fans a good day out. Uh, you managed a cup run last year. Uh, I spoke to Aidan Nesbitt before the semi-final and he had said that the quarter-final against the air we had here, packed out stadium, was the first time he had really felt a big connection with the fans here, despite him being here a couple of years. How have you guys found uh, the fans and feel like you've built a good connection with them so far? I, I feel like um, like they've got the the, the wee standing section. No, it's no standing section. The ultras. The, the ultra yeah, bit now, yeah. so... Um, no, they, they they make a good lot of noise and stuff as well. And it's been the summer signings and stuff. I feel like um, we've come in not really put a foot wrong, and we've just they've took to us and um, we're expressing that in the park to be honest. And it just seems like hopefully this game on Saturday can be the same as the Dundee United game with the same type of atmosphere and the same type of two teams battling with good football and and loads of goals and stuff. So yeah, I think they've I think they've given us so much energy this year at uh, times. There's obviously been games where we maybe went in nothing each at half time or Cove we went in one nil up, which is obviously good. Going up one 0 up at half time against Cove was good, but we came out and started the second half really well and they were right behind us and then we kicked on and up going one and four nil and that was a midweek game. Um so you definitely feel their energy. My boy said obviously away to Aki's was, was immense that day. It was the best falling away that I've seen in a long time for off of a team that's known say the premiership. But um no, they've give they give us so much so compliment to them there's been a lot of games certainly out in the season where you've had to fight right to the end to get a goal like the Montrose game yeah. yourselves scoring against Queens um, 
I think the fans have been behind you the full way in yeah, those games way. rather than, you know, getting frustrated. They've really backed you and the young guys and the making a lot of noise in the Kevin McAllister stand. Yeah. Is that helping you? Yeah, they've been brilliant. I think they've as I said, they gave us so much energy. Um, singing right to the end. Obviously we've had some games where it's went down to the wire and but they never once turned on us. Obviously all the fans are the same. They've no, never once have they turned on us and all this type of stuff that can happen, but I understand they get frustrated as we do in the park, but They've just stuck, they've stuck by us and it's been a it's been a real big difference. Yeah, different for last season. From, yeah, from, from what from what we've yeah. heard from what we've heard coming into the club, they've surprised me so much how like connected we feel on the park with them. Just like after games, for example, like once we've won, like everyone's on the same wavelength. Like we're all all just buzzing to be here at the moment. It's just it's just good, really good place to be, and the fans are a big part of that. So it's it's been great. It really has been from day one. Just we felt supported all the time. So long may it continue. Yeah, and you guys have also shown a level of performance. It's got all the, all the fans on side pretty quickly, and you've you've kept it going. So fair play, you guys. Um, just can you talk us through what a normal week looks like for you guys? Uh, you know, obviously coming off a big win last week, I'm sure you've stopped buzzing me coming on Monday. But what does a normal week kind of look like? Makes it easier on Monday coming in after you win, definitely. Obviously with the video, so we'll come in. Muck around, play a wee bit of darts and that, and then uh, <laughs> we'll watch our video. We we'll watch our good play. Uh, all our chances, our chances, and then pretty much go to training. Um, boys, that obviously played would be a wee bit different there. We recovering in the gym or things like that. And then Tuesday was this week was uh, marathon club. <laughs> down to Graham Henderson. Wow. It was ridiculous, honestly. Have me right off. Yeah, he's tried to he's tried to sabotage us this week. So uh, shout out to him. But no, it was yeah. Tuesday's a hard day. Thursday's a tougher day, and then we kind of prepare for a new sense a wee bit Thursday, Friday. Who's the best at darts? I'm assuming your celebration. You I'll, must probably, be, I'll probably put myself up there. I'm so happy you nah, said that. Let's be serious. Sean Mackey's the best at that. Uh, Sean, Sean Mackey's Mac- 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 scary. Yeah. Different yeah. Yeah. Like, he's like, let's 180s. Like, he's like, look, 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 I'd probably put myself as close second. No, no chance. You're probably bottom three at least, No, not that chance. I'm probably the worst, to be fair. I'm shocking. But it's not. I'd say, who's second, you reckon? Saki doesn't even count. Brad Mackey's good. Yeah. Hi. I think Brad's got a bit. Cole's okay, I would say I'm high the call, but we'll see. What's the what's the dressing room like? Amazing, brilliant, honestly, it's so good. It's just it's. I think it's it's the balance between being such a good laugh and everyone having a joke, but at the same time, when we need to work hard, we do. We've got a hard working squad. It's just a great balance between the two, Um, and I think that's been a big part of it. Like all the boys get on with each other so well, so I think that's been a big part of the success so far this season. I suppose the benefit of you all getting on is that you know you can hold each other accountable because you know you're you're no having to go at somebody you didn't like if you're all getting on. Then yeah, you can, exactly. you can pull someone up. Or... No, definitely. hope that that's obviously part of football. You yeah. you argue in the park. I mean, I think me and Nizzy were arguing away to Bonnie Rig, and then two minutes later you're like, right, come on, let's go, and it's that things happen. But obviously we've always been a close group. But it's easier to kind of just get on and, and go with things. But I think touching on what Tom said that. The way I think we've done so well this year is because we're relaxed and we, we back ourselves. So we back our ability and we know that we can have a laugh and a joke, but at the same time, once it comes to mm-hmm. putting the head down and being serious, we can. Who's the, who's the kind of loud voices in the dressing room then? As in... Who's, 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 it's quite a few, to be fair. Who's, who kind of takes up kind of leadership roles, things like that? Or who's, who's just loud? Stephen McGinn, Cole, yeah. Kendall, Brad, Tom. I just all the kind of older lads, I. No, there's like there's a mixture. Like obviously you'll get a couple of boys like we'll no, no be afraid to say it and regarding the game, but 
like low characters, there's a lot of low characters in the change room, definitely, isn't there? Um, that's it's just a good place to be, so that's why I think everybody's enjoying the work. Just find out a little bit more about you guys. Can you can you take us back to how your career has went so far and how you ended up getting towards Falkirk? So I was at Birmingham for you, Franks, from age of like nine to seventeen, and then I got the opportunity to go up to Rangers and sign the Rangers. Um, so I was there for a year and a half. Um, was out of contract and didn't have any offers. Ended up going part time with Dumbarton at a stage, um, and I wasn't really ready for men's football. I would say at that stage. Um, so it did take me, it took me a couple of years just to get used to that men's football, the physicality, and I thought I was probably better than I was at that age. Um, so it was a quick realisation when I was on the bench at Dumbarton and Stranraer, I was thinking, oh God, what's, what's happening here? Um, but then I went to Clyde and luckily I got a break and was playing week in, week out, and it, it really helped me. Um, and from there, I kind of pushed on in my career, um, got used to men's football, I was about 20 at this stage, 21. Ended up joining Rafe a couple of years ago, Three years ago, it was. Had it. I really enjoyed my time there. Uh, working with a gaffer, obviously the gaffer time at Rafe. Um, loved it. Obviously, I, I'd done my ACL about six months into the season, the first season, which was a killer to me at that point because I was really enjoying my football, really uh, loving life at Rafe at that point. And uh, then I come back December last year. Played pretty much every game since then at Rafe, and then ended up signing with Full Cook in the summer and loving every second, like I've already said so far this season. Um, I was at Celtic as a youngster. I was there for about ten years. Managed to play a couple of games, and then like Tom, I done my ACL last year in my contract. Was out, and then managed to recover from that and got went in a few trials and stuff. I ended up signing down south for Harrogate, and then I was on loan to Notts County. Played there, got into some like playoffs, trying to get out of that like it was difficult. Um, then I ended up signing for Chesterfield. Got to the playoffs again, never got out of the league, and then I was kind of a wee bit homesick to be fair at this point. I was staying down there and my season kids were back home, so I came back up the road. Aside for Morton, played a few games there and, and then signed here. Aye, pretty simple. Self, um, pretty much grew up my full life in America. Went over there from five um, to I was about 18, spent a lot of time in different academies, Houston Dynamo Academy, Portland Academy, uh, Timbers Academy, so um, came back here for a couple of years and then went back out, um, I was with the Rapids, Colorado Rapids and San Jose Earthquakes for a couple of months and then uh, Lee McCulloch got the commandant job and, and phoned me and said would you come back, but a real culture shock, kind of similar to what Tom was saying, I came back from living in America to then come and play in Scotland which was 300 miles an hour and there's a guy 60 hours for you, you need to run and press him so it was a wee bit of a culture shot and it took me a long time to get my feet under me um, so I never I never, I think I played one five minute appearance for Kelly in the cup league cup at the start of the year um, then went to Dumbarton uh, done there for six months and then four for after that and then that's when Smudger pulled me on the park after we, they, they beat us in the semi-final um, and asked me what I was doing next year and if I was under contract at fourth and Obviously, from then on, I went to Rafe, and I think it was at Rafe for four years, three with the gaffer, and then one last year, and obviously now I'm at Falkirk. Yeah. You've all played then in a bunch of different leagues and different probably styles of football. Where does uh, where does this squad kind of rank in terms of quality that you've played in? Is it is it good enough to go at the straight into the championship and compete? Or does... we've we've talked about this before. We generally believe one hundred percent would be competing in the championship. Obviously, it's diff- It's it's easier to say that, like it. it but we would 
we're like gutted we're not in a championship we've this beat year. Championship to see. teams this season, haven't we? Yeah, exactly. So three Part teams we face. Three teams we face in the championship. We've, we've yeah, managed to beat this season. So. Yeah, it would be interesting. We believe ourselves in the squad that we would challenge um, in the championship. But obviously, we're not in the championship. We're in League One, so it's just about winning the League One and pushing on. Then hopefully next season. Just uh, talking about more about you guys. Do you just a couple of quick fat questions? Do you remember the first game you attended? First ever game I attended. We had a bunch of these that we had when we spoke to Hendo last year, so I thought I'd give you the same. Uh, he, he was probably doing much impressing pans United or something, Hendo. <laughs> First ever game I attended. Obviously, I'd have been young, but it was just because obviously my dad's mm. games played. But I can tell you saw that, but it was definitely at Celtic Park against Aberdeen, and I must have been about eight. That's as I guess generally about eight, um, and I fell asleep. <laughs> That's how I remember that because I was I was talking about it. Oh, must have been like seven or something. So I just, just went to sleep. So when did becoming a professional become a, like a goal for you guys? Was it teens? Just playing youth football. I was so young and that I'd, I'd always said I wanted to be a professional footballer. Obviously, it's it's hard to get to the level you want to get to. Obviously, being an Arsenal fan and all that, I was, I was like, I'm going to play for Arsenal. It's just obviously tough. but Good man. Yeah, exactly. So, um, <laughs> But no. I think for me, just growing up, it was just yeah. like, I used to just kick a ball anyway outside, even if it was on concrete with my mates and stuff. So, And what I would do in the summer with my mates was go to the local pitch and I'd be there all day, smashing the ball at each other, just in and like, yeah, gradually it's, getting. It's yeah, you, you don't actually realise you actually are getting better. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're in primary, primary. You're in the school team, and then you're in like and then for that, so you end up just in getting an academy because yeah. you end up a boys club and stuff. So I had, a, I, just I had like, older cousins, so that's why I was kind of my older cousins played, and so I was like obviously hanging around with them, being younger, and that's pretty much. You've got family though, haven't you? Yeah, like families like that are actual fo- that, being yeah. football players yeah, and your granddad and stuff. And but as I didn't, my dad yeah. played football, but like it wasn't in any high level, like. Can't even tell you what type of football. Just your mates and more level of football. Yeah. So it's literally just been me. I just I always just I think all of us are the same. Like just after school and that, all you wanted to do is just play football. You know what I mean? Like like lunchtime and that, just playing football all the time. Like not even thinking about anything else. Like so it's just just how. Do I actually realise that your hobby ends up turning into your work in it? Yeah, yeah, of course. But even now, like we go out to training, we still. Like have a laugh and buzzing about training, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, we loved we'd we love a good life. I mean it's a lot of enjoy it. it's a privileged life. Obviously there's a lot of stuff that comes with it that's no the best, like I'd say travel up to Elgin, like if you're, <laughs> if you're Jordan if you're Jordan <laughs> Allen on a Tuesday night, which is no great, but um nah, there's a lot of things like people shouting at you that you don't get at normal work, but at the end of the day we obviously we come into a workplace that we really enjoy and you don't really feel like you're working when you when you're doing well. So um yeah, we're privileged, that's for sure. Yeah. How do you guys deal with it when things aren't been going well? Is it is it easy to get it out of your mind, or is it is it something that you, you end up carrying throughout the week if a games went bad on a Saturday? It's a mixture, or... yeah. Uh, you just kind of take your medicine, don't you? Like you take the good with the bad. You can't be too high when you're high, and you can't be too low when you're low. Yeah, yeah. You just keep yourself level headed. Yeah, yeah, more downs than ups in football, definitely. Yeah. Like it's not always people that get just a straight trajectory up is like. Yeah. Messi's Ronaldo's type people and um, it's just dealing with setbacks all the yeah, time in football. The better you are at that, the more yeah, likely you are to have success. It's like the Bonnie Rig game, like we'd have loved a game on the Tuesday night right after it just so we can go out and like mm, kind of so put it to the bed. Right. But obviously being unbeaten twenty six games you kinda of be like, Oh, they over celebrated, they done this and that. You just you just need to take it with with the target on our back and you just kinda of need to swallow your pride and go, right, right, okay, next game, let's let's put things right and obviously we did. 
How do you feel the squad looking then after the January transfer windows just closed? We've brought in a couple of players, a few players have went out on loan. I think Ethan Ross extended his loan as well. So how are you guys all feeling? Yeah, I think we're in a good place. Yeah, really strong. We had some good quality. Yeah, Keelan. Yeah, Shane Young right back who's been in with us a couple of times and looks a good prospect. Yeah, he's is he coming in in the summer? Yeah, he is. Yeah, I think he's gone back on loan, hasn't he? He's, back on loan. he's done well since he's come in, obviously young lads, so good physique and that. So but I think yeah, like, I think the squad is already in a really healthy place. I think we've just added a little bit of extra quality. Obviously the boys gone on out on loan, it's obviously good for them. They need game time and that. Um so but the squad, yeah, it's, it's healthy and everyone's fit at the moment, so that's really important. We try and keep everyone fit for the rest of the season. But nah, it's a it's a really good squad, especially in this league, really good squad. So last fourteen games of the league season, hopefully a cup final to come. What are you expecting? Are you expecting a few twists on the way or are you just, well, hopefully are you just kinda of hoping that it's just going gonna be smooth sailing? Oh, yeah, that's obviously the plan, smooth sailing, mate, but hopefully hopefully no twists, hopefully no twists and tons, but can't believe there's only 14 games yeah, yeah, it's like that. That's so fast. Seems like it's absolutely nothing. But if we keep keep applying ourselves and, and doing the things that we do well in, in games that we have done this year, then I think come here we'll be in a good place. But we're still a long way to go to. Yeah. And like we talked about before as well, like if there is a wee blip or something, it's just about reaction again. And I believe this squad and the mentality we've got is that'll be absolutely no problem. So no, we're all confident. It's just about doing it week in, week out now to the rest of the season. Going to have a few Tuesday Saturdays as well. Yeah. Is that is that easy enough to deal with, or is it is it a challenge to get your training and writing your analysis with Better, only a couple you watch, of days? You watch less video, I think sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> less training as well, isn't it? Nah, it's, the Tuesday Saturdays are alright. It's, it's just cold away on the Tuesday yeah, night, isn't it? Tough. You can do about that, but but nah, it's part and parcel. You know what I mean you get you get spells if you do well in competitions, you play more games, which obviously we have. Um, so nah, it's it's a good good thing to look ahead to. When we spoke to William Henderson, Paul Watson, it was um, I asked them about any pre-match rituals. They they let slip what Cal Morrison usually does every week for a game. But have you guys got any pre-match rituals or any superstitions that you do before you go out? Yeah, I, I need to do certain things on a Friday. Like like when I get home, I'll have an hour's nap. So I, I basically have exactly the same Friday every Friday. Um, do you want me to talk about what it is? You have a whole Friday. Okay, so I'll go home, have a nap, <laughs> and then um, get up. I'll go for something called a cryotherapy, so it's like an ice chamber thing. Yeah. So I'll do that, um, then I'll go get a haircut. Then I'll have my like meal, which I have the same meal, which is pasta treats so, and chicken um, with broccoli at half seven every Friday night. And then, yeah, go to bed at the same time after that. Watch normally a Friday night football. So you go to bed at half seven? No, after that, it's like 10, 10 30, 11 o'clock. Half eight. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so that's Funnily pretty much, if that schedule gets messed up, I'm fuming, so yeah, that's it. I'll let you go soon then. <laughs> yeah, no, I was thinking <laughs> yeah. that, mate, to be fair. I don't think I have anything. Just recently, though, you had been, you and Kelly had been spraying aftershaving each other to try and like, mm. oh, said everything was sprayed nice. after, aftershave before the game was like, it was scoring, so he's like, I need to keep spraying that. So then I don't know, I don't know against, I don't know against Hamilton. I scored, and I was like, I'm gonna need to keep doing this. <laughs> uh, right, so Cal, Cal Morrison's bad. He's ah, uh, he is bad. So I, I at the start of the season, I sprayed an aftershave after training one day or something. He's like, oh, that's quite nice. What's that? So I let him spray it on him. Next year, you know, he's like, let me use it for the game. Used it for the game. And I think he scored two. So Dundee United. Uh, would it mean? I can't remember what game it was. It might have been Dundee United. That was before, and he's like, I need to use that every week. I need to use that every week. <laughs> 
So I've had to go and buy another bottle. <laughs> and then last week he used my gloves and he scored against Alwa. So now he needs my gloves, my aftershave. I don't you know, know what we do Next before we game? My boots. We also do like the line, see like when we're warming up, like it's the same order every week. But which is just Aye, like superstition. Really like it's stupid stuff, isn't it? Obviously, but it's just like really not changing a winning I'd habit. Noticed, That's what I've I always think. We always put on the same song. It's oh the yeah, song. yeah. I'll we'll keep that quiet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah song, song. Um, I don't really have anything. I'm just kind of rice, peppers, and chicken on a Friday, and then a wee bit of pasta before the game. Yeah. A Red Bull, that's it. Nothing. Don't need to do certain things a certain way. And... Knees, knee sunbeds for you? Nah, nah, none of that. Nah, I don't go for sunbeds either before a game to bed. It's just a haircut. If I, I need a haircut before a game. I have to have a haircut. Like whether it's a day before or the day of the game, I need to have a haircut. Yeah. I don't feel sharper. Even if it's like a Saturday, Tuesday, I'll go for one like Friday evening. And then I'll go for I get, one Tuesday. I, I get what you're saying about that because I always need to shave. Yeah. I always need to shave my beard. Yeah, always, it has always. to go as well, mate. Yeah, like I've got to be clean shaven, I. That's it just makes me feel sharp. Like you just expect that. You yeah. just expect that. Oh, that's something you do daily to keep clean, whatever. But I uh, day before a game, no, day the morning of a game. Cut my nails as well. Mate. I have to cut my nails before a game. Nah, I could. I can go and play PlayStation tomorrow before a game. Could you? Like, Fair uh, enough. I just like feeling. Well, a night game, I'll go for a sleep during the day. That's pretty much. Will you sleep Saturday during the day? I'll sleep Saturday during the day. Yeah, yeah. I would do that as well. That's that's just me. Oh, you make it sound like hard work. Mate, see, to be fair, sometimes I don't want it. Like, I don't actually want to do it. I just know that, like, if I'm resting, hopefully it'll help later. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, so even like the haircut and the cutting nails, it's just to like feel sharp. That's all it is. Like, it's not actually any difference, obviously, but it just makes you feel better. I've uh, I've had a few Instagram adverts pop up recently. Is that you that's modelling those? <laughs> mate, I was going to tell you not to say that. See when we. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is, mate. Right. Right. Flip flops. Flip flops. Bit early for that. Flip flops, Oh, yeah, it is, mate. Next question. I've just got a few quick fire, and I don't want to keep you too much longer. So, just overall, favourite match you've ever played? Favourite match I've ever played? That's tough. Cup final or anything? Or. See, we got. I was at Clyde and we got promoted from League Two, um, and that was the playoff final against Allen. Just because, obviously, it was the first time I'd won something there. So, but it was an amazing atmosphere that day as well. So, that would probably be my favourite game. But obviously, it's been loads. Really enjoyed, but just because obviously it was a special occasion. So that's your favourite atmosphere, that one. Not my favourite atmosphere, but just my favourite game of football. Like I always look back on it and think. I'd probably say the Rafe Dunfermline four-one on the telly. Um, obviously it was during COVID so it was, that was the only bummer there was no fans but we were incredible that day with obviously the Gaffers team and we played some good stuff and I think it was 4-1 was it 5-1 maybe? can't remember I wasn't much I remember it but um, no we were brilliant that day so I'd post that one yeah um, and your head Calvin must have been when you made your debut now I probably my debut yeah because it's just something that always sticks in the feeling and then the huddle was like a mad, mad experience. Oh, it was. No, because see when you're there in the huddle, right? I need to tell you this because he's no listening. <laughs> see the shivers you got when I like, just the atmosphere? Like, it was oh, scary. It was God. scary. No, but my, I would say maybe one of my, like, the next in line to that was a game I played in the playoffs against Chesterfield. I was at Notts County and we were 2-1 down and one three two 2 in like the last nine seconds and like, it was a mad, mad atmosphere and it was literally just Stand the week pitch, that... Huh? What? It was, no, because we could beat 5-1. We scored, to be fair, see, see in fairness, even we scored, like, the full, full back up. 
maybe like 5,000, 6,000 Chesterfield fans I went crazy. But that must have been class. It's going to go to Chelsea. But what was the score at that point? I think that was to make it 5-1. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely guys. I'm definitely guys. I give up. I give away a penalty that game as well. So I can't even say that's a, it's a, one of my best moments. Know what I mean? So, uh, but I the, the Chesterfield Knotts County game that we won three two, and I was at, I was actually at Knotts. It was just fans had just been let back in mm. from COVID, so it was four thousand. But it felt like it was there was loads loads more. So um, no, that was that was up there. Was that weird playing those seasons with no fans? No, it was terrible. Worst yeah. ever, honestly. Felt like reserve like games, didn't games, it? Yeah, no, it, was, game. it felt so much harder to get up for games as well. Like it just didn't feel the same at all. But hopefully, yeah, that never happens right, again. Uh, best player you played with? Calvin Miller, Brad Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> best player I've played with? That's so tough. These might be quick fire. Talk about youth players. Well, yeah. played with. Played with. It's got to be like Roger. Say maybe Tom Roger. Mm. He was a joke. Technically, he was a joke. But there was a few there, I think. Kentino was unreal as well. But Callum McGregor was unreal. Like people like missing Dumele and that were unreal. And Jam, like there was so many yeah, people right when you trained with these point, people. Yeah. Like you're just like, wow, different level. And I think like youth days, I played with Damari Gray, who was in my youth team at Birmingham. He was really good. He was like electric. Um, and obviously, he's gone on to win the Premier League with Leicester and that. So, probably probably him, just from back then. Probably it was only a friendly I played with him. There was a boy called Jermaine Jones. My boy, he was, he was about 32 or 33 at the time. He played in the World Cup for America and that. Played at Blackburn in the Prem and he was just a machine, like unbelievable at everything. Um, box to box, midfielder, centre mid was. Just had everything. So yeah, I'd probably say him. Uh, Player against? Was that easier? Best player you played against? Same for me and you, surely. Oh no, 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 actually, you've played with better players probably, but probably When I was was 16, I made my debut for Celtic in the the Antalya Cup, not a competitive debut, just like in this cup. Um, And it was against Galatasaray and Schneider was playing. So he was a yeah, huge, huge name when I was like six, yeah. 16. But then obviously playing against Chelsea, yeah. like Kovacic was there who played with Real Madrid. Lukaku was playing, like, you know, in Ziyech or Eastney. Me and Calf played in the same Scotland team growing oh, up right. and we played Portugal um, in the Euros and Renato Sanchez played that day and he was, ah, was incredible. Like, ah, he was a machine incredible. And maybe he's not the best player, like, career-wise, but... That day, I remember thinking, like, this guy's going to be, like, a superstar. You know what uh, I mean? Like, he's going to be unbelievable. And obviously, he's had an amazing career. Like, he's played Bayern Munich and that. But, yeah, he was by far the best player I'd ever played with. On a pitch, like, on a game of football. Yeah. He's one of those players you watch and you had no idea what he was going to do. I had no idea how strong he was, man. I tried to, like, 50-50 and I ended up on my arse. It was, uh, it was unbelievable, honestly. I went for more name there, Hunter, than what you've said. You've actually went on the day, like yeah, just on the day. I just think him, mate. I just remember how so it was like ten out of ten. Did you just think a big name? You like so many games. You think how many games you play? I know. There's so many. It's so hard to pick out one. Again, I'd just say like a a pre-season with one of the MIS teams played a, a boy called Benny Philhaber. He was at Dart. He was at Derby. He came over here. He was American at Nashless and was just like number ten. Couldn't get near him. Like incredible. Obviously, I was a younger boy at the time also, but. Just literally a, a man versus a boy type of thing. It was, it was, he was so good. How did you find your time in America? What yeah, was the level like? It, it's very good. People obviously still look a wee bit at like, oh, MLS isn't great. MLS is a very, very good league. Even obviously more, more so now because of the amount of money they're spending. Mm-hmm. But like, 
like even when I was there, there were still boys coming in that were on two or three million dollars a year, and they were getting bought for ten million and like proper proper leagues for us. It's, I think barring Celtic and Rangers, I would I would definitely say it's a lot clearer than the SPL, um, just off pure standard and facilities, everything. So yeah, it's, a, it's a very good league. I went to three Toronto games a couple yeah. of years ago, and it was mad because you were seeing players. There was a boy that played with Inverness. And he was lining up with, uh, against Alexandra Pato and uh, Bernadette was yeah. playing, and it was just the, the the level of football was actually really enjoyable yeah, to watch. Nice. It's good. Uh, it's a, it's a good level, so as I think people underestimate it still. From what you've said about like facilities and that out there, it's like it sounds unbelievable. Yeah, I mean they're spending sixty million on like training facilities yeah. and that. It's not so. Their ultras section at Toronto actually is mental. Was it? Stand to go See, that's one thing yeah, I say. Fans, probably lets the American yeah, the down fans just because the fans don't understand it. No, they don't. They're still obviously. I mean, I remember sitting in the stands at Colorado one day and. Some Colorado fans shouted like he doesn't care who scores, I just want to see a goal and it's like <laughs> yeah. Imagine getting that at Parkhead or Ibrick, so we didn't want to get things like that. So Yeah, some of the crowd was a bit strange. Yeah, it's uh, more like a day out, I would say, for them, definitely. Yeah. But their ultras behind the goal were mad. Was and they had the smoke bombs going off at the start of the game. Yeah. They had a fighter jet flying over at the start and everything. Um so last quick fire I had. It's not been that quick. Uh f- first professional goal you scored. Do you remember it? Mine was actually a way to breaking. Was it? Who for? The Barton. Was it? Yeah. Um, what a place to score your first goal, mate. Jeez. Took a touch just with my left, back onto my right, and just smashed it from about 25 yards out, and it went, went in. But what a place to get it at the hedge. <laughs> <laughs> mine, was, away. mine was Clyde against East Fife at 2 1. It was a winner, 90th minute. It was a toe poke into the corner. Um, yeah. Mine was against Aberdeen. I was uh, we'll getting beat for now, <laughs> and I scored. Uh, no, it was uh, when I was on loan to uh, Dundee. Oh, made a four one. My first goal, dying yeah, to celebrate, dying to celebrate it, and then uh, just like back yeah, in, back in, pure like... buzzing. What are the odds? That's like Brophy. Uh, oh, Brophy against Celtic. Against Celtic, it beat six 0 That went to the corner and then the Wolf celebration to make it six <laughs> one. You're dying to celebrate. Oh, oh your first goal being in a situation. But like I, know, I, I, know, I just give it a wee and run back like a, a tough one. But oh, thanks for your time. Uh, you got any final messages what to give the fans uh, for the run at the end of the season? Just to keep supporting us, and obviously it's been great so far. Let's just make sure we keep at it, and uh, all is one. And, Let's try and win the league, hopefully. Um, but like we like we said before, we need all the back we can get. So we really appreciate his players and just looking forward to week by week now until the season ends. Uh, just stick by us. There'll be more bumps in the road. It's no no plain sailing. So obviously, if we all stick together, we'll come May, hopefully we'll be in a good position. Calvin keeps scoring goals because I quite enjoy seeing my name pop up on your goal flash every week. So. <laughs> Right, that's nice. Uh, just you keep getting going in. Right, okay, I'll keep going. Just once a Calvin, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get my hand a quid's worth. Get a hand a quid's worth, so yeah. it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, best of luck with the season